Welcome to On Water, the Session Magazine podcast. Here we talk to water athletes, entrepreneurs, scientists, and earth-friendly folks about the experience of a life well-lived connected to water. I'm your host, Evelyn O'Doherty. Let's dive in. Freshwater surfing in the Dairyland. Sheboygan, Wisconsin is not the kind of place one imagines to be known as a surf town, much less dubbed the Malibu of the Midwest. But it is. Did you know that Chicken Joe from the animated surf classic Surf's Up is actually based on a real-life character who lives in Sheboygan? Rumor has it, that when the iconic surf film Step Into Liquid was released and included that clip on Sheboygan's surf scene, an interview with local surfer Larry Williams caught the attention for the writer of Surf's Up, who decided to create the personality of Chicken Joe after Williams. So one might actually say that Chicken Joe is from Sheboygan. Now that's a real claim to fame. But seriously, In our magazine's interviews with the water lovers, business owners, and inhabitants of this small Wisconsin town nestled on the edge of Lake Michigan, what strikes us the most is how much the people from Sheboygan love their town. It sounds amazing. Sheboygan has one of the country's lowest crime rates, one of the highest educational values with over 90% of high school grads moving on to college or college-level education, and it's known as the brat-worst capital of the world. Did we also mention that people come from all over the world to surf here? The Great Lakes Surf Scene Some of the longest waves I've ever ridden, 200 to 300-yard long waves, are in Sheboygan, says Mike Miller, the owner of EOS Surf, a surf and skate shop in Sheboygan. How can a landlocked state like Sheboygan have the longest waves ever ridden by a guy who's owned a surf shop for 20 plus years? Welcome to the world of freshwater surfing, or surfing in the Great Lakes region of the United States. Did you know that the Great Lakes cover over 11,000 miles of coastline? The lakes themselves cross nine different state lines and include a Canadian province. In the heart of the Dairyland, the Great Lakes region represents our nation's greatest coastline. And they're surfing. Plenty of it, if you're not afraid of a little cold water. Sheboygan, Wisconsin sits on the shores of Lake Michigan. This Great Lake holds 22,440 square miles of water. It is 310 miles long and 10 miles wide. On calm days, the lake is a great place for beach going, stand up paddling, and bonfires along the shoreline. It has something for everyone in every season. 
and the locals will tell you that Lake Michigan offers water enthusiasts kite surfing, paddleboarding, and opportunities to surf, especially during the winter months. It is a water lover's mecca, and people travel from all over the Midwest and beyond to experience the energy and stoke of the water scene in this Malibu of the Midwest. Local surfers call their home break Kotu, C-O-T-U, otherwise known as Center of the Universe. Larry Williams, a.k.a. Chicken Joe, says Sheboygan, Wisconsin is the friendliest place on earth to surf. We work hard to exude the California-Hawaiian surf culture and lifestyle in Sheboygan. There is no localism here, but an abundance of the aloha spirit. In fact, we believe Sheboygan has the greatest aloha spirit in the world of the Great Lakes, he says. It's water, Larry continues. It runs through your fingers. You can grab up as many armfuls as you want. It will still run through your fingers. It's water, and it's here for everybody. In the surf tribe, Larry and the other locals know that the best surf happens after Labor Day in Sheboygan. In fact, they consider Labor Day to be the kickoff to the official surf season around the Great Lakes and often have a large party to celebrate it. For them, the true season starts in September and runs all winter long. The conditions that create waves is the friction of wind and cold air blowing across warmer water and it gets cold. This is Wisconsin, after all. Mike Miller, owner of EOS Skate and EOS Surf Shop on Sheboygan's northern shore, explains that the fetch across the lake, or the distance that the wind travels across the water, generates waves along the shoreline. The secret to Sheboygan surf is to know where to look for clean waves along the coast. Up north, there is the elbow, a limestone shelf. Then there is the jetty, where swells wrap in between two jetties for a rideable wave. There's also North Point, where the bend of the North Pier offers protection for a south swell wrapping in. In this northern region, the breaks have consistent limestone bottoms that have the potential to create fun surfing waves on a south swell. Mike is active in building the water culture around Sheboygan. He believes that in order to optimize the lake, which is the backdrop to all of Sheboygan's activities, a water lover needs to harness the wind as well as the swell. According to Larry Williams, Mike put kiteboarding on the map in the Midwest. Today, kiting is a huge part of the water scene in Sheboygan due to its thermals, or the winds that come up around midday around 11 a.m. as the sun heats the land. The water responds by sending an onshore breeze perfect for kiting and kite surfing. Along the south shore of Sheboygan is Blue Harbor, or South Beach, which holds a wide sandy beach excellent for kiting and machine-like waves when the thermals blow south. A good day is when you can surf in the morning when the winds are light and go kiting in the afternoon once the wind comes on shore. Winter surfing in Sheboygan is not for the faint of heart. Lake surfers know the best time to surf the lakes is from November through March when the high wind storms 
push big, consistent waves topping 20 to 30 feet with overhead crests, wind-whipped barrels, and rides lasting a minute or longer. While the region's cold-weather waves are some of the surfing's finest, the challenging conditions aren't for everyone. The surf can flow thick and slushy, like a Slurpee, or load up with ice the size of soccer balls. Surfers need to be ever vigilant for sheets of ice floating in the surf, as well as changing shoreline conditions where fast-forming ice shelves blocking the pier can make escape impossible. Larry Williams, who has been surfing Sheboygan for over 50 years, he takes his place in the lineup as one of the elders and uses that status to encourage others. He's surfed the height of winter for a long time in these parts, and he knows how to spin a yarn. When it's negative 24 degrees air temp, which it gets in Sheboygan. Remember, that doesn't include the wind chill, he says. This is a great lake we're talking about, so the wind has to be blowing hard in order to generate swell. Let's say it's negative 30 or negative 40 degrees with the wind chill. At those temps, it creates icebergs overnight. Larry points out that in order to surf in those temperatures, a surfer must climb up on the pier, which is slick with ice built up along the pilings, and must climb over them to jump in. The question then becomes, how does he or she get back out? Surfers have to find breaks or fissures between the blocks of ice and snow forced against the jetties or piers to slide in and out. But often they find that while they are out surfing, the ice sheets shift and now their exit is blocked. Larry says he was out surfing once when a large chunk of floating ice had closed off his only exit. He had to climb on top of the chunk in order to get out, throwing his board over the top and then clambering out behind it. There are certain conditions you're not supposed to go in, says Larry. What if you wipe out and do a header into one of those things? There's times when you can be surfing in high winds and waves and cold temps and the bays fill up with float ice. When that happens, you can't surf until the ice melts them. When the air temps drop to negative 20 degrees, the lake develops an ice fog. This only happens on certain days when extremely dry, cold air begins evaporating Lake Michigan. It can stick to everything and it freezes immediately. These microscopic droplets of water freeze instantaneously when they hit the air. Larry's term for ice fog is poetic. So why do people do it? He says, most people can't handle the freezing cold temps or care for jumping off those icebergs, but a handful of us has made it through the decades together. People may have different views about who we are and how we share our surfing, but when you're having fun and you feel it, deep in your soul. Why wouldn't you share it? He explains. The Williams brothers have been sharing their stories of Sheboygan for decades. The, pe the peculiarity of it brought the producers of Step Into Liquid into this Midwest town and eventually included it in one of the world's most iconic surf movies. Larry and his brother Lee Williams also collaborated with author William Petrovovic to write a book called Some Like It Cold, a well-told biographical account of their lifetime growing up 
and learning to live the surfing life in Sheboygan. The thing about surfing, Larry says, is that it's not like any other sport or lifestyle on earth. It's how I decorate my house. It's the vehicle I drive so that I can put my longboards on the roof racks. It's the food we eat. It's how we raise our children on the beach. It's how we travel. Surfers even have their own music, he says. I've never heard of golfers who have their own music. We also have our own clothing style. Both Larry and Mike agree that the great ritual of surfing in Sheboygan includes the after party in the parking lot or on the beach. No matter how cold it is, surfers gather afterwards to share a few beers and talk about surfing. The best part about ending a surf session is that everybody meets in the parking lot or on the pier to crack a beer and like fishermen, everyone is lying about the size of the waves that were ridden, says Williams. You know you've had a good day surfing when you're laughing beer out of your nose in the freezing cold weather at the end. Miller agrees. The post-session hangout on the beach is the best part. It's what we come for. That's where we hang out. As a skate and surf shop owner, Williams is also committed to encouraging kids to interact with the lake in Sheboygan, which is the backdrop to all they do. He's even introduced a few local women to kiting and says he tries to get more kids involved in water sports. I give them the gear they need to get out there. Giving someone access to kiting or surfing is important because it's not a cheap sport, but it's guaranteed to be more fulfilling than soccer or baseball and can become a lifelong commitment. The lake is there. It's in our backyard. We all need to be out there enjoying it. Beyond Surfing in Sheboygan. This German-based community has made Sheboygan nationally famous for cheese and bratwurst. A stopover in town includes a mandatory bratwurst sandwich in this bratwurst capital of the world. The cost of living here is very affordable, with an average house just two blocks from the beach costing in the vicinity of $80,000. In fact, AARP regularly lists Sheboygan, Wisconsin in its top 20 best places to live in the United States. In addition, Sheboygan is good neighbors with a lot of other attractions, including three world-class golf courses within a 12-mile radius, making this area a number one golf destination in America. It's also situated 17 miles inland from Elkhart Lakes Road America Racetrack, also rated as the number one racetrack in the country and is located between the cities of Milwaukee, home of the Harley-Davidson headquarters, and Madison, Wisconsin, the state capital and home to five lakes. To tell the truth, after researching and writing this article, I'm putting Sheboygan high on my list of places to visit in the very near future. The friendliness, affordability, and welcoming surf lifestyle are so intriguing that I can't wait to say to Chicken Joe, surf's up. We hope you enjoyed this episode of On Water. We certainly love bringing the myriad and diverse group of characters from our water community to you to share their experiences. 
If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. This podcast grows out of the publication of our quarterly print magazine, Session. Session celebrates the ways in which we all, as water lovers, engage in our world's aquatic playgrounds, from surfing to foiling, kiting, stand-up paddling, and more. We encourage you to visit our website at www.session-magazine.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.